0: Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak for all your kayak fishing accessory needs. Go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company for all your hard and soft bait needs. Go to the 153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started.
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Paladin Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin, coming at you tonight. Uh, we got a East Coast in the house. We'll have a guest coming on here very shortly, but I was gonna bring up a little update in our, our fishery here in Texas, uh, to some of our Texas listeners, you know. uh Coming up, uh, we'll have a change in uh, speckled trout regulations. We had a Texas Parks and Wildlife Division along with CCA um, did some work and kind of uh, studied, uh, you know, our, our, our biomass of our fish and kind of broke down what was the best option after this freeze we had last year. And they, they came to the conclusion they're going to lower the slot limit to from five fish to three fish, and it'll be a 17 to 23-inch slot. Uh, so you're able to keep three fish. 17 to 23 inches. That is from Sergeant South to the Texas-Mexico border down in uh, South Padre, Port Isabel, down that way. Uh, that'll affect all your everything from Lower Laguna, Upper Laguna, Port Aransas, Aransas Pass, Rockport, Port Lavaca, all the way up to Matagorda. So uh, keep that in mind. That should take effect in March. Keep posted to uh, TPWD uh, sites and Facebook pages and be up to date on that. Enough of that. I didn't fish hardly at all this past week uh, work's got me strapped so uh let's get to our guest tonight we have um gerald we're gonna bring gerald in i don't want to i don't want to butcher his name so we're gonna bring him on and i'm gonna try to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah man what's up gerald tonight How's it going,
2: hey, man? good how you doing dustin hey hello to the to the kayak world kayak anglers Um, very thankful for dustin for having me pat on Finn uh appreciate y'all and uh oh yeah i want to say uh dustin um i know you're a veteran appreciate your service brother oh
1: yeah appreciate it marine corps 8993 hoorah yes appreciate sir i didn't uh yeah.
2: you know normally during the
1: show i would i would think uh before we start recording man let me get your last name so i'll butcher it well there's oh, something else to, to do today and if you don't mind tell everybody who you are where you're from give a little quick oh. bio
2: well, I don't mind at all. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, don't worry. My, my last name been butchered so many times, especially, well, born and raised in the Philippines. So, my last name is Pagio, Pagio. But i Pacquiao. Exactly. I wish it was Pacquiao. You know, Manny <laughs> Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. If it was, I'd probably be uh, doing something else, but. Anyway, yeah. So my name is uh, Gerald Pagio. Um, yeah, born and raised in the Philippines. Moved to the States uh, early '90s. Um, but I was 16 years old. Um, but then, yeah, lived in Jersey for five for 25 years.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, New Jersey, and really no fish in there. I was inland. Um, and then I don't know. Just after 25 years, got tired of crazy winters and you know i just i decided to move the family to uh, myrtle beach we just uh move on a whim just kind of you know see if um convince convinced the wife and the daughter to move here and they said yes packed up the u-haul truck and here we are now
1: yeah and where is that you're, you're exactly you're in myrtle beach south carolina correct
2: yes sir myrtle beach south carolina so just kind of get the geography here so i'm um, about an hour south of north carolina border mm-hmm. on the coast and i'm about two hours north of charleston south carolina yep the charleston
1: folly yes, beach sir. area very familiar yes, uh, that's where i went to the culinary sir. school at for uh, another tidbit of information
2: <laughs> oh wow all right oh, <laughs> oh yeah
1: I, good, huh? yeah i surfed surfed all around that folly beach area there when i was when i was in charleston uh oh nice just for a little yes, while sir. uh you know, I grew up on the East Coast in Georgia, so you know that East Coast roots, man, they're still there. I still come home and uh, visit. Still got a lot of family down over that way. Very cool stuff. Oh, nice. So, what, what, um, so when you got to South Carolina, had, had you fished much, or 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 did you just kind of jump into it down there?
2: So, to be honest, um, my main thing for moving to uh, Myrtle Beach is, uh, I was into golf yeah golfing There's a lot there. of
1: golf courses big
2: Dude, time. this is <laughs> like the mecca of golf courses i mean anywhere you yep. turn around here is golf courses yep. so yeah over i'm being big vacation here at least once once a year every summer so after about three summers and then got an idea hey let me see if i can convince the wife and brother to move and and then so i can play golf year round <laughs> you know what i mean it's, is the weather in New Jersey is, it's not much really, you know, golf frenzy pretty much, um, September to, to winter, you know, it's no more, no more, golf. So I said, let me move summer south. So here it is Myrtle beach. And, um, so that was my main hobby. I, I do not really do much. I just, uh, family, work, church and, um, I golf like three, three days a week. But, um, You know we got the beach here so we you know of course we we sit there and enjoy soak up the sun i said you know what why not just get a fishing rod throw a line in there and you know while you're sitting maybe we get a bite and that's how kind of got started you know just uh went to walmart got a cheap uh you know combo i think i was soaking I don't know. I was I, I think I, I didn't I had no clue about fishing. I just kinda like, yeah, let me get the cheapest riding reel out there and I'll probably soak in some plastics. <laughs> and then uh eventually got some uh and I think I was eventually soaking some shrimp, you know, like like most people. Caught nothing but stingrays and small sharks and and that's it. And I pretty much got, got skunked most of the time. But, you know, just something like just sitting there watching a wave and waiting for something to bite. But, yeah, that, that was it. And uh, ran out of money for golf and decided I got to pick a different hobby. And then uh, I said, <laughs> let me get
1: <laughs> Yeah, the green fees over there are, are pretty crazy. You know, it's, yeah. it's St. Simons and Brunswick Carrier, well, St. Simons especially, that's where Davis Love is from there. Davis just love. Oh, oh, that's um, right. Yeah he, yeah, he went to school with my brother-in-law and know him. Uh, a friend of mine that used to book a band back in the day actually right. has a barbecue joint down there called Southern Soul on St. Simon's in, in uh, Davis is one of the partners in that with two of my good friends. And oh. it's pretty cool. You know, there's I believe there's seven or eight pros uh, that actually have houses in that area. Sea Island, and St. Simon's right. around there. So it's a pretty good, uh, you know, golf community, too. Um, oh, OK. You know, my uh, my my um, nephew uh, has been a club champion at one at the club my sister's house is at for the past two years. He's a young oh, young man. young buck that loves to fish. Uh, I've ripped some some ten pounders out of them ponds in there. I bet,
2: dude. Yeah, <laughs> I man. Have.
1: Man, there's some giants in those golf course ponds over there. I'm like, whoo. My wife always picks on me because every time we ride by something, and I'm like,
2: yeah.
1: before I can say it, she's like, I know what you're gonna say. She's like, oh, there's some bass in that pond. Yeah. Like
2: and that's why it's hard for you to be a golfer because you'd be in right. a golf course. You can't concentrate on your game because you'll be thinking the fish you can catch in that pond.
1: <laughs> oh, I know for sure. I I, I made a post uh, last year when I was over that way and I was like, I'm golfing, <laughs> having fun golfing. And it was like a picture of a beer and a fishing rod with some lures in the golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> I was just following them around while they were golfing. And I was just fishing every little pond on the course. pretty dang fun. Yeah, man. Uh,
2: you know, something yeah. to do
1: pass the time. Uh, hit yeah. a few balls here and there um but yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. cool stuff like said, over there man
2: yeah but you know I that green fee even with my local discount is just you know me trying to play twice three times a week too so
1: yeah
2: it wasn't cheap so i said you know what let me see if i can kind of pick a different hobby and you know i'm surrounded by water i said let me yep. try get serious with fishing and I, I, that's it man kind of took off on there i used to um, you know, I used to uh, surf fish. I would mm. walk. I would walk about two miles down from the. You know, we don't really have like you guys there in Texas. You know, we can't drive our cars to the beach over right. here. Right. Right. So the access is pretty hard. You know, you have yes. to walk. Yeah. And um, but there's a couple uh, causeways here mm-hmm. that are pretty accessible. You know, but it's that's where I kind of got serious and um start catching some some nice size red fish out of there and you know and uh but you know all um live bait that's that's right. i yeah before i thought that was the only way to do it it just it has to be live bait or or nothing and yeah i was soaking live shrimp um uh mullet you know we're going there and casting that some mullet finger mullet and um and mud minnow, mud minnow is pretty yep. big. Mud minnows,
1: big bait over there. Yes. yes
2: well So yeah. what, what, what made you
1: take that push and uh, jump into that plastic boat? What, what exactly was that? Just wanting to branch out and kind of find new areas, and you feel yeah. like you were just isolated to certain spots. Is that that was a big deal of it?
2: You think? Oh yeah, I, I, exactly what you said there. It's Just um, especially here, you know, Merrill Beach is. I, I mean, I fished out uh, Merrill's Inlet in. in specifically yeah so murrell's inlet is, is really not a big big area and when the tourist season comes it's packed it's packed yeah yes yeah, sir that's I, that's why i don't even try pierre fishing pierre fishing here forget you know, it you're, you're forget yeah, you're going about to it yeah. yeah it's not enjoyable for me i mean some people, especially you know, yeah
1: especially in summer with uh you know, boat traffic in general, not only the fishermen, but just the pleasure boaters just out there joyriding or pulling the knee board around. Oh, probably, dude. Probably yeah. insane. I can't even imagine it. how crowded it is there.
2: You name it. I I mean, I had uh yeah, we got the banana boats, yeah, jet skis, uh yep. yeah, you know, but yeah, so you know let me backtrack there. So I started getting serious fishing from the shore, you know, I'll walk to the jetties. You know just walk the sketchy rocks and and then um even that you know summertime you know you gotta it's way too many people out there yeah and uh yeah fishing from the bridge starting to feel like i'm fishing from the pier and um then i saw this group of people it's like man that's pretty cool you know um kayaks and they, they can pretty much just get away from the crowd and yes uh yeah and just like yeah let me see if i can get a hold and of uh, cheapest kayak i can get and i, I tried on the um used market
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it's you know I me mean, just pulled the trigger and got me uh just went to a big box store and got me a uh, eagle talent yeah you know, filled in stream yeah so that was that was it man that was the beginning of the addiction
1: that's it. I started in a in a perception of Pescador 12.5. This is, oh, it was yellow and yeah. then it was like solid yellow. And then I ended up doing like a black fade on the front. And then all my friends, I'd have it because I used to car top back then and all uh-huh. my friends. I know I have probably said, you know, mentioned this story a few times on the podcast for, for listeners. You know, that have been with us for a while, but uh, right. we, they used to say, man, look at that. You got that bruised banana. It was like the bruised <laughs> like, bananas, black and black and yellow that's right and it's like they, hey but that little that little kayak man i caught some fish out of that thing i said it ain't always the kayak man mm-hmm. If you got a way to get on the water and find fish and, and it's safe then, man more power to you power oh, yeah. however
2: you can you know
1: pedal boat whatever
2: <laughs> i mean i i totally agree it's just the quality of fish i was getting on it's just i mean there's no comparison you know it's um but but even that um yeah, so my first character was the Eagle Town. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I wanted something more stable that I could kind of stand right. up on. And so my second one was uh, the Old Town Predator. I got yes. a hold of, yeah, it's on a used market here. Um, I did probably about six, seven months fishing on that. Um, but then again, that's when I kind of got started with the Artificial got curious like you know um let me try to branch out yeah i know i can i can catch some fish and soak in mud minnows and, and, and shrimp uh but the artificial it's kind of it's kind of hard especially i know we're going to talk about the tide later on but yeah it's it's almost impossible for me to have my rod on one hand and got my paddle trying to keep yes. position.
0: yes
2: you know while you're working that lure. So. Yes. So the first, yeah, my first two kayaks is I have no choice but to just drop anchor and kind just right. totally big. Yeah. So, but with the artificial, it just just it just after a while that it took like you know what, it's just tiring me taking an anchor out and you know drifting down there about another 30 yards and then do the same thing. So that got got me interested in the uh, paddle kayak. That yeah. was my my next move and. Um, and just uh, pulled the trigger and got me a, a Hobie. I, you know, I was debating on you know what other brands I have, but right. it just so happened that um, we have a dealer here just down the road from me, and um, and he had a kayak, and I didn't I didn't care what color it was, so I ended up with the, uh, the papaya I think It's called the yellow yeah. uh, Outback. Ho- uh, papaya. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the yeah. Outback. So,
1: correct. Outback.
2: Yeah. yeah Yeah, 2020 he'll be out back so i've been fishing on that now for a couple years now
1: yeah right on yeah Yeah, for sure what you were what you were talking about earlier you know,
2: know my texas listeners louisiana
1: a little further over towards you know uh Alabama, Mississippi, that we don't quite have the tide swings that that, that East, that Atlantic Seaboard has. And you're, you're exactly right about, you know, paddling and setting up and having the right, you know, um, positioning and stuff is important. You know, and being able to fish hands free, uh, you know, even with a foot control motor or pedal pedal driven kayak, it makes it a hell of a lot easier. That's what I was wanting to go into was talk about, you know, the fishery, the area you're in. You know like i said as in texas and a lot of the gulf coast we don't have those big tidal swings so what all involves what is so, in te- what in turn takes to plan a trip with that much tidal movement there because we're talking four to six foot you know oh yeah. a lot of times yeah
2: yeah so days before going to my fishing trip you know i pull up my uh my tide chart and and I just I plan accordingly, you know, because um, depending on where you want to launch here, you you can launch. You may be able to launch, but a couple hours later, you might not be able to come back in the same area. So you have to plan your days if you have enough time in the daylight. Right. You know, like I said here, you know, my area, here, Merle's Inlet in specifically, it's really it's a small area. Yeah. And if we only have one public boat ramp, believe it or not.
0: Hmm.
2: And that, yes, yes, sir, it's um, it's right there in the middle, of where all the restaurants are. So, yeah. with all the charter boats that go in and out of there every day, the pontoon boats, I mean, there's a line of cars way outside, you know, out in the street. So it's it's really stressful. Um, so it's,
1: it's it's very uh. He's like really need to get there early and get everything loaded and get there before all the the, the rush gets there, huh? in, in the yeah. mornings early, I guess.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Even that, you know. Sometimes tonight not enough because you know everybody come off the water at the same time. So yeah, yeah. So um, but that's if that's the boat ramp, really, that you don't have to worry about the tides. You can go yeah. in and out of there anytime. But yeah. there's um, we have a couple more um, landing that we use that um more for smaller john boats or kayaks. Mm-hmm. So and it's tide dependent
1: good. to launch from there
2: yes sir yeah so that's you really gotta you know consider your tides so, yeah. yep. um yeah and, and yeah we, we don't really have much um water access here so you have to be really uh you know you gotta plan your days as far as your tide mm-hmm. and uh, it also depends on on the wind direction the tide yes. chart yeah tide chart might might say you know you have low tide till 6 p.m but if that wind is blowing uh west
1: yeah it'd be yes. early yeah, <laughs> yeah it puts it out here too in the winter time we'll have you know a foot and a half difference in tides because of the strong northwest winds associated with frontal passages and uh this is what i was going to bring up was about you know planning your day um mm-hmm. is it like you have to plan Say like you have a strong incoming tide, would you fish the tide back into the back waters, into the creeks and feeder creeks, and then kind of follow the tide back out as it comes back out in the areas and kind of stage up to the places that are dumping? Kind of yeah, stuff ide- like that.
2: Yeah, ideally, you know, you're um you wanna you wanna ride the tide to be easier, yep. you know, on yourself, you know. Yep. But but like I said, our, our area being small, you can plan that and when you get when you get inside of that creek, you got two charter boats anchored there and you got ten kayaks. It's like, man, no plan B, <laughs> go back to
0: <Plan> B. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no yeah.
2: Go back to the opposite, you know, and then kind of find an area that, that's not many people there. Um, but you know, uh ideally what I what I want to do, I, I I like I like moving current. You know, it's uh yes. if I can I can find a feeder creek moving current and that's that's where I find most of my luck there and just uh stage up on that. Um also, yeah, I, I try to plan to be in an area here where you might be able to get into um, as the tide's going out, but um as dead low tide, there's the deep pools in there that the reds usually like get trapped in there. So but then you're gonna to have to wait till till the tide come back in for you to come back out. So you know sometimes it works out, you know. But it's just times you just gotta you gotta have plan B and plan C. Yes, sir.
1: Definitely, definitely. We don't have to deal with it as much here. You know, it, it, it's a little easier. We got a lot of places we can just pull over and combat launch at. We're very fortunate for that. You know.
2: I know. Yeah,
1: a I, lot, I, a lot yeah. of places. Any bridge or any creek you can get into it's uh very easy i know very i'm jealous
2: man yeah <laughs> yeah i'm jealous man from from the videos and you know stuff that i see from you know my friends down there in texas it's Like, man you guys got it easy over here yeah, yeah i got plenty stuff.
1: of boat ramps i got plenty of places where there are ramps where i could just slide in. i don't even have to go down the ramp i can slide in right off the side in this hard pack you know shale and and sand and yeah. you know we have some places that are muddy you have to get dirty at the tide you know you got to drag a little while but it's not bad you know yeah. you're not sitting, sinking up to your waist or maybe up to your ankles or
2: something which is all. yeah yeah um. that's that's yeah that's another thing here um you know talking about the the bottom uh you mm-hmm. know contour I know you guys you said you guys do a lot of weight fishing there
0: yes
2: you over there is almost impossible it's either plus mud yeah. or you got sharp oyster beds
1: yeah real sharp oysters or that puff that mud you'll be up to your chest in, yeah no time. That's,
2: yeah that's why there's that's really important for you to plan your you know your trip uh I've seen people out there that may be visiting from different states and they thinking oh it's only about 10 yards I can walk the mud every <laughs> chest you know <laughs> Oh man, and he got all yeah. cut up in oh, the oyster. Yeah, up yeah. in the oysters.
1: That that mud creates suction, and it gets dangerous. Mm-hmm.
2: That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's very right.
1: careful on that, man. Yeah. But yeah, so you've been over there chasing them, them uh, you know, the redfish. There's flounder. Yeah. There's structure there. I know lots of sheephead around the structure in that area.
2: that's yeah, uh,
1: sir. A good speckled trout there, man. I know you just you just you just had a pretty good little deal going on with this tournament, this uh Toys for Tots tournament. Um, okay. that you do pre-fishing setting up to that that you have them patterned out already or, or did conditions change on a, and give everybody some insight on that you just won that tournament can you tell us what it was and and uh you know give us a little insight on that pattern you found and and, and what got you that uh that win
2: yes sir yeah so going into the uh the, the tournaments uh first of all it's i'm pretty new you know like i said i'm only in, new to the, the kayak fishing um, sport. Um this uh, the, the trial tournament I just won um December is actually is my second tournament.
0: Oh cool uh, yeah. So
2: yeah. Yes sir yeah uh the first one it was last winter. Uh it's oh, it's called a Speckle studs uh, mm-hmm. speckle tournament. And yes, sir it's uh it's it's um it's for the salt the uh, soul a student angler uh, league trail, so okay. uh, it's usually it's big boats tournaments only. Uh, but last winter they added a kayak.
1: Um, oh, cool! Yeah, they a kayak set, division last. Week. Okay. Sarah, yeah,
2: that's yeah, that's uh, hosted by uh, my buddy Mike Catchman. Um, yeah, that that was uh, my first go at it. I was like, you know, um, I know I was catching trout before then, and. Some of my uh, buddies said, hey, Gerald, why don't you give this, uh, you know, the speckles Stud a, 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 a shot? I said, yeah, why not? You know, I just, uh, I mean, it was a smaller tournament, so mm-hmm. the pressure wasn't, you know, as much for me. And, um, yeah, I just, um, I was super nervous, man. That, that My first tournament, I didn't sleep a wink that night. And um, went out there, and I know I had a game plan in my head, got to the launch, and it was no one there i got uh, i think line in was five o'clock or six o'clock i think i got there at four o'clock I was thinking man i'll be fighting over who you know get to the spot first um so apparently 90 of the anglers went to uh, the, the, the other um area so hmm. i was the only person fishing that that area which is um just south of um Merles inlet yeah yeah so yeah caught Caught all my fish on an hour, the first hour and a half, all on top water. Yeah, yeah, and it, that was also my first couple months um, getting on the fish on top water. It just um, before that, nothing was, you know, all just bottom fish. And now I just just got into the the spook junior and mm-hmm. specifically, and yeah, I got all my good fish in the first hour and a half. And like, man, I think i felt good you know like but it was still eight nine o'clock in the morning what, what i do now at weigh-in it's not till like three o'clock <laughs> <laughs> actually yes. i actually went got lunch went to the weigh-in took a nap and woke up everybody was coming in i was like man if i place fifth on this one i'm happy yeah but, yeah apparently i for some reason i took second i'm like what like <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> yeah. first tournament second place cash a check
0: on yes top sir. Water
2: on yeah. top water man i man it was just yeah i got a uh one over uh 20 on that and 19 but it was good enough for the two fish aggregate so oh, sweet yeah man uh and then going into uh this tournament i just won here yes yeah, it's for. uh uh trial for tots you know for um mm-hmm. what do you call the um toys for tots uh yep. it's a month-long tournament it's a it's, month long okay yes sir yeah yeah it's a month-long tournament it's just yeah best fish uh wins it um so it goes from anglers from Myrtle beach all the way south to Charleston. oh cool and so
1: it was like a, a whole south carolina coast kind of involved into it Yep.
2: that's right that's right yeah and uh the the club uh local i mean uh low country kayak anglers yes uh, they, they hosted that it's uh yeah i'm really grateful for that group uh they really um they help uh you know the community and, and yeah, then got a good
1: a good thing going a good involvement with that group over there yeah we're gonna we'll definitely touch on them too for sure oh, yes, sir. yeah you know, they got some good stuff going on uh they always got some events going on you know oh,
2: yeah um, and uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're even, even you know, just us, um, it doesn't have to be official. Like, this, I met uh, plenty of um, awesome people from there. We, you know, like-minded people just want to go out there and enjoy the water. And um, uh, every once in a while, you know, people would just uh, kind of organize a meetup, you know, and just uh, go out there and just have fun and, you know, just camaraderie, you know. That's what I love about yeah. that for group. sure yeah. that's what yeah. drew
1: me into it big time was uh the tournament tournament scene i'm i've been pretty competitive uh person <laughs> anyways but uh but yeah We're just meeting good, everybody right? meeting all the like minded people and uh enjoying spending time on the water that's that's what it's all about right there no doubt yeah So man, how, yeah. how um being that was a month long you know you you kind of had a some time to kind of pattern out fish and figure them out you know what what tactics was it that you used to locate that winning fish what what led to that winning fish
2: so you know of course in me being really successful with the uh, topwater uh the the previous uh, tournament that's what I I was hoping I was get my best fish on topwater but this this winter been weird man I don't know what it was I I couldn't get anything come up on topwater I tried like you know every, every First thing in the morning or sunset, nothing. So eventually, I just um, I just just work all the different water, water column, you know, try the bottom. Yeah, I've caught a couple of decent fish in the bottom, but uh, yeah, believe it or not, I um, I went this one bait that I was pretty successful with uh, the you know the previous year, you know, with numbers, not not size. But I say, you know, you want her to try. You are still in my, uh, still in my Taco box. and I actually, um, yeah, it's the the D O A shrimp. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's the, that's you know I, uh, you know, I know some people are kind of, kind of hush hush on the, you know, the lure yeah. and stuff like that. You want to keep it secret. I mean, yeah, to a point, I agree. But, you know, you still, I think for me, you still gotta figure out you know you still got to yep. change up you know this really no magic lure um so yeah i wasn't worried at all to reveal that after the tournament you know And i was pretty successful on, on this one and um mm-hmm. i figured you know why not you know give back to the to the group and and uh, let them uh give it a shot so you were uh,
1: yeah. in, uh, fishing around structure like reef oyster reefs or uh on some, some salt grass some spartina grass banks with some drop-offs or, or
2: yeah uh, no. like piers yeah we don't really have uh a lot of grass bottoms here um so it's, it's most mostly um oyster beds oyster beds that kind of draining out you know a good water movement yeah um and it's just and also the tide, the tide has to be right. It can't be, yeah. you know, it can't be um, flooded or it can't be dead low. Yeah. You just have to be at the right time. And and yeah, what I was finding, especially with that with that deal shrimp, you know, it's it's really light and it yeah. basically probably just sinks about two three feet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you kind of have to find a an eddy. Right. Throw yep. it in there, yeah, and just, just let it sink. And like I like I mentioned to my to the group, um, yeah, throw it as, as close you can to the edge, to the grass, you know, to the edge of the oyster. You you might get hung up, but mm-hmm. but the good thing about that that shrimp is it's so light and yeah. I've ra- rarely got hung up. You know, I can right. really confidently throw it right on top of the oyster and just just let it drift. And um, yeah, no, no cork, nothing. I would just figure, just you know. more of a
1: Finesse presentation with that shrimp.
2: Yeah, 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 nothing special. You know, it's actually just, I think the sink rate, what got them all fired up, you know. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah look, so it was you know, a
1: natural presentation in that current. You weren't doing any excessive twitching or anything. You were just no. letting that bait look natural going through the water. And yeah, that's probably yeah, what that's had a lot to do with it right there.
2: Yep. Oh that that's it, man. I was um yeah, I figured like, man, they really want this this low sink rate. Um, but at first I was getting a lot of good um like medium size, like 19s, a couple twenties on it. But that one morning I went out there and said, you know, I'm just give this a shot again. Man, I knew it. This this the girl hit. I was like, man, at first I thought it was a redfish.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: It started peeling drag. Yeah, I got on, on um, on my uh, light tackle. Um, start peeling drag when I, and when the girl came up. I was fishing about five yards away from one of my buddies, and uh, I said, "Man, these are good fish." I'm like, "Please," I was like, "You can hear me pray." I said, "Please stay up, cause mm-hmm. I know this gonna be the fish that I need." Yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Got got him on the boat, and that's it. I knew it. I that, was, yeah, that was that, good, that was uh, the one what did that, what did that fish one. go 20 uh, 24 and a half, half. yes yeah, sir yeah. yeah yeah i know it's a couple hammers over here that that, that constantly get a uh, bigger fish but it's just yeah. the right time right place right. you know
1: dave yeah. just Jaskawich, Dave. oh yeah Ryan, uh,
2: catch yeah yeah dave mike mm-hmm. catchman yeah steven trainer steve trainer yep there's a lot yeah, of good
1: names yeah. over there
2: uh, oh yeah, yep, yeah. Speaking, sure. speak, yeah. Speaking of that, man, yeah. Um, Stephen Trainer and, and Mike Catchman, man, they, they, they kind of what got me uh, into uh, serious about this kayak fishing. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're local guides over here in this right. area. Yeah, so. I remember fishing out of my uh, Eagle Talon, and they'd come rolling in with their pedal kayaks. Like, yeah. man, those guys are cool. <laughs> yeah, look at them guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, yeah, like, man, I want to get on those one day. But, uh, yeah, you know, but, you know, they're, they're good people, you know. They don't. Oh, yeah. They come by, You always say hi. You know, they, they try to offer uh, tips here and there. Yeah um yeah that's it like you know i i still look i still look up to those people you know and um uh, for sure and uh yeah and then and, and that's what i like about this this community man it's it just you know the camaraderie you know there's no snobs you just right it don't really matter what brand of kayak you're on it's just we're all we're all here you know trying to enjoy the sport so that's true no doubt about that Yeah, for man. sure mm-hmm. so
1: what uh being that it is winter time um what are some of your favorite tactics over there are you are you are you waiting for those warmer days or are you getting out there when it's cold and, and targeting that deeper water with like slow moving twitch baits and uh different things like that or is there a big you know we get a big movement over here with the with the corkies? i don't know if there's one over there or not or they use more of the mr17s and 27s the the, the
0: hard body twitch baits more over there Uh,
2: yeah 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 man i know you guys there in texas love your corkis man those yeah the what do you call that the paul brown paul, right yeah the
1: paul brown the custom corkis uh yeah, you know yeah. uh, coastal marsh has their own like they paint them uh, right, you know, right. then, uh, Mirror Lure makes their pro series and all that then texas customers make those double d's right you know, there, there's just so many so much stuff over here to choose from. Yeah. But man, the the the, the Corky bike's insane in the winter. They just like that presentation. Yeah. Uh, a
2: slow moving,
1: a little bigger bait in the winter. Seems like yeah. the trout trout I might I
2: might give that a you shout over here. Yeah, to be honest, man, because it's really not many people throwing here. Um over here in my area, um yeah, paddle tails it's it's pretty much all we throw here. Um yeah. Z Man in particular, the Z Man mm-hmm. brand is you know it's, it's it's it's
1: local here and oh, yeah uh, yeah i strike dave flats from that kind of down down south further um you yes, know sir, speaking yeah. of dave yep. you know everybody out there you know south carolina that's where the release over 20 uh movement started uh you know i've yes, had sir. dave on the podcast before so everybody out there in troutlandia y'all listen up and try to support that program uh it's a great movement you know with like-minded anglers that want to push that and uh Sorry. you know release our fish over 20 inches get those bigger spawners out there you know keep that biomass up there for sure that great thing that dave has done uh props dave big time on that man that's 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 a great thing for our community i know he's got something coming up with the uh got some kind of seminars and all kind of stuff coming up up here pretty soon i wish i had the info on that Uh, maybe i'll have that info together for the next next one that comes out hopefully it's uh doesn't happen if not i'll post it up on the page and uh we'll go from there but yeah, man, yeah, that's a so. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, they yeah. yeah, fled, man. This is really, uh, that's a lot for the community. Um, uh, he's, he's every tournament out here, you you can you can guarantee it, he'll, he'll donate uh, jig heads and oh, yeah, you know, other, yeah other stuff. So he's really uh, a big supporter of, of the groups here. And um, yeah, um, uh, speaking of release over 20, yeah, <clears throat> I wish I did it a long time ago, you know. It, yeah, you know, I, I was one of those people back in the day you know i try to i'm fishing for for dinner you know it's like, yeah yeah it, so oh, we it's were all not, there at
1: one point we're all there at one point or another yeah yeah yeah, yeah kinda, you know it's
2: like you know now like dude, after after fishing eight hours the last thing i want to do is you know go home and clean fish so yeah i and you know i just conservation too you know it's uh yeah. definitely if I'm, if I'm gonna keep a fish uh trout in particular you know it's uh, anything around 20 or bigger definitely i'd rather let that that girl go and for sure you know yeah there's another day but like i said like I said man i, I really keep fish take fish anymore. more I mean I had nothing against people keeping fish it's you know we're all there um but yeah, sometimes I don't even tell my wife I caught fish because my my family love yeah. to
1: eat fish. Oh, oh we love man. to eat them too. Uh, I get asked, <laughs> "What did you bring some home?" No, I didn't even take my bag. I didn't take my fish bag. Didn't take my stringer. Didn't <laughs> take nothing. I'm letting them go. And then after that freeze we had last year, I, yeah, I think I've caught a, I've kept a few redfish here and there, but I haven't I haven't taken a trout home in over a in yeah. a year. In a year, I haven't taken a trout home.
2: Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I can't even keep a redfish now. Now I look at a redfish like my pet, you know. <laughs> I like, you know, I'm like man, I can't
1: kill this fish, man. Oh, man, they taste good. Don't want a half shell on that pit. Oh, man, oh, Ooh, man. man. yeah. The my daughter yeah. put the throats on there, and it, that meat's so sweet and flaky. It tastes like like lobster almost. On that, bed. yeah. Like you know that, what? Yeah, I
2: never. Field. Yeah, I never thought of that throat actually until uh, watching. Um, you know Rex Del Rey down there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I've been watching. Yeah, yeah. I watch his videos and like, man, it's like I never heard the
1: quail. What do you call that? Small the- water quail. That's what I call
2: it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, man, that's a good
1: idea. Yeah, they, when they fold out, they like. <laughs> that's what they shape like, you know. Yeah. If y'all watching <laughs> on YouTube, y'all can see that. But yeah, I mean, you, when you flare them out and you break that little chest bone on them. And then you flare them out. And put It just That's flares right. out. Their fins flare out. It looks like a bird flying almost is what it does. That's kind yeah. of where we got that name Oh, from. yeah, man. Yeah. When that I saw that, it's like, so good. And I'll I give know, I'll man. give everybody a quick tip on those. Get you a pair of uh, 10 snips or the uh, Gerber gear, the saltwater processor shears. Um, And it only takes three snips. It takes a, a snip right behind where the gill plates connect underneath their chin. And then... Two snips of right below their pectoral fins, snip, snip, and it, you cut the throats out and you just shoo, separate them, pull the gills away, and separate them, and it's there. Like three nice. cuts and you're done. The 10 snips work really well because they're like, they're made to cut through metal. So they cut through that yeah. bone and, and uh, tendon pretty pretty good. And yeah, I'm a man, mind is that's so good. That,
2: yeah. Oh, man, now you got me hungry. All I'm right. Hungry. <laughs> I can
1: eat them all day long. Good stuff. Yeah, um, but the flounder
2: too, man. You can't, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't forget about the flounder, the flatties.
1: Good man, stuff. I
2: man. love me to cook some some whole flounder.
1: The whole flounder, score yes, them uh, up. Yeah. Yeah, Scale them, score them, them and up. deep fry
2: Man, yeah. My wife eats, she likes all the, the edges, the crunchy part of it. Oh, yeah. I like the, the tail, tail the when they chips. get crunchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the tail, or you do them, you could do them and, and bake them. And then you do like a flash, like a real quick mm-hmm. butter with lemon and lemongrass and ginger and garlic, yeah, and lots right. of green onions. And then just and have that oil like sizzle hot with all them spices and, and vegetables, yeah. and then pour it over that fish. Woo! Oh <laughs> yeah,
2: that's right, man. By the way, what's your what's your size limit there, flounder in Texas?
1: Uh, during normal season is five. We keep five flounder.
2: Oh, oh what's what's your um, what's your minimum size? Uh, 15, 15, okay. yeah,
1: 15 on that. Yeah. And we, uh, and, and we closed the season for a month and a half from like November, November, or November to December 15th, November 1st, December 15th, oh, okay. something like that. Yeah. They closed it this year. It was a lot longer. It actually closed it completely a couple oh, wow. year before last. You can only catch them on rod and reel and you can only keep two. They shut down oh. the gigging, but this, this season they've mm-hmm. noticed a decline. The yeah. numbers and then the water temp variations for the spawning they actually wow. took and closed the season completely so yeah we yeah. got a lot of people yeah. happy about that just like we got a lot of people happy not so mm-hmm. happy about the trout yeah. decrease because they, they don't understand the uh the way the biomass works where you're gonna get right. more of a slot that's a little bigger and leave there's a lot more trout between like 12 and 15 inches than there is right. between you know 17 to 23. And the younger trout are actually going to might not have as much eggs produced, but they spawn more. They're more right. active
2: spawning. Right.
1: So you're going to have a little bit larger hatch. Is what the scientists come up with. So we'll see. Okay. We'll yeah. see how it all ends up. Um, I'm in support of, you know, like I said, I haven't kept trout since last year anyway. So yeah. I, I want to see our fishery rebound. I want to see our trophy fishery rebound the way it should. That's and, right. And, you know, I'm happy with that. So, yeah. Cool. Deal. Yeah yeah hopefully man, everyone yeah winter trout there. fishing over here is just insane you know we, yeah, we I know man
2: i'm seeing you post number of gators like
1: man yeah i just got that 27 and a half le- uh week before last i'm p- pushing eight pounds on the boga
2: oh geez yeah that's yeah she was awe, good man. she was fat
1: big one big one yeah. on that uh uh magic hour colored uh custom corky by coastal marsh oh, it's man. overcast day is like an iridescent like a clear purple and pink with some black dots. Mm-hmm.
2: Right.
1: Hey, she came up and crushed it in the upper water column. Man, I, I knew it was a good fish as soon as she hit it. So oh, I just set up perfect on that little drop-off off the, off the shell bar, and it just right. came out from the ambush point. Bam. And
2: that's no,
1: it. Nothing like it when you set the hook in that mouth just comes
2: up. <laughs> so how do you Ooh. work that cork? It kind of like like a mirror lure? Like a MR? Yeah,
1: kind of like a mirror die. Yeah, just kind of... Uh, you know, it was like three to five foot right there off the ambush point. And I was just uh, targeting, um, throwing into the wind and into the tide movement and was coming back to me naturally. And I just let it float to me and just oh, give it a couple twit, a couple of quick twitches on the way out. And then right. some days if I'm on grass flats or like a cell and uh, shell and sand flat, that's probably two or three foot deep. I might work it a little faster, kind of like you're walking yeah. a dog in the upper water column, you know, kind of, three or four twitches real quick and pause every now and then. And then sometimes I just, you know, work it super slow, just okay. kind of reel it up and reel it down, reel it up. I mean, there's there's really no wrong way to work a corky. You can burn right. it on yeah. top and everything and they'll come hit. It just depends on what the fish want, you know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All, all yeah. depends yeah. on what the fish want. Yeah. 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 yeah they're, exactly. they're, they're, they're great yeah. winter baits and then jerk baits, too, like a hard lipped jerk bait that crossover from bass fishing. Um done really well on those this winter around deep shell uh same thing burning a a big glide bait like five and Mm. seven seven inch glide baits just burning them and the fish are coming they're coming up they about ripped the rod out their hand the fish i've caught on that this year pretty dang crazy i love that stuff i love transitioning lures to uh to different things you know
2: yeah man yeah
1: yeah it's crazy i'll get you know higher tides at certain times of year and those reds will be pushed all the way up in the in the salt grass in the marsh grass and I'll throw a white hollow-bodied frog up there and spank them on a on a frog topwater frog. Yep.
2: Man, yeah, man. I <laughs> so I I still haven't ventured to freshwater. Believe really it or not, you know we have good freshwater have here. Great too.
1: lakes. There's some great fisheries over there. Uh, Santee oh, yeah. Cooper, Murray, and all that. There's a bunch of lakes over there that are great.
2: Oh man, you know, yeah, I, I got so addicted in a hot water blow up. I said, you know what? I want to catch me a largemouth. Oh
1: pounds. yeah, they straight crap. They they they're very similar to redfish too. But as far as bait selection and different things, but top top water and bass, they'll flip out the water and do crazy stuff too, like the trout do. You know, the crap yeah. trout do cartwheels sometimes. act all silly. Right. They'll come right. and smack it, and knock it out of the water, and then eat it in the air. I've had fish do some crazy stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I definitely got to venture out. You know, I gotta. I can't just you know stuck on salt water i gotta try the fresh water too so is
1: there so do you have like a bucket list fish that you absolutely have to catch from the kayak something something like that
2: so i haven't mentioned it to you uh i'm actually working to move the family down to tampa okay yeah um yeah the daughter got accepted there at usf down there and um on Tampa cool, Bay yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah man so yeah it's really nothing holding us here you know like I said we moved here on the whim just me and my wife right. and my daughter you know and we got fan you know uh you know our church here now that we got considered our family but other than that yeah. Uh, yeah really nothing holding us here so my wife and I said let's go you know get closer to her and um yeah so yeah hopefully by June or July we'll be moved into Tampa and hopefully catch uh my bucket list um fish will be um you know the silver king oh and, yeah tarpon. Uh, yeah yep. sir. yeah have you caught a tarpon yep. yet
1: i've caught some small juvenile ones nothing like oh. big off the kayak but i have come caught some that you know 40 50 pounds
2: oh man well yeah i'm good 50. with just yeah i'm good with just a, a juvenile man I, that will make my yeah. day and
1: then snook yeah. too snook in that
2: yeah. area yeah yeah All yeah absolutely there. I know. I already, I already got, um, I already got some of my. some beauty of uh, social media, man. My, 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 IG people down, you know, my Instagram people down there in Tampa. They already can't wait for me to come down. They said, "Man, there you go." Yeah, yeah you' are gonna be
1: that much closer to me when I, when I, when I come over there and, and uh, and fish. I come and fish south of Tallahassee uh, with one oh, of our okay. Jackson kayak teammates, uh, Miss Jean Wilson, over there and uh oh, we fished the st mark's area but there's some spots over there like north about an hour and a half north of tampa there's some spots some awesome trout fishery up there uh i cannot oh, yeah. remember the name right now but there's some great stuff over there up along that lost coast area um, oh, Forgot- yeah. forgotten coast or whatever it's called uh yeah, yeah i'm yeah, definitely yeah. wanting to go up there and fish some of that stuff you know
2: yeah i can't sure. wait man yeah speaking of which so this um i got a group that uh you know my buddies at yak tribe down there oh uh, yeah he's Mm-hmm. yeah he yeah yep. yeah he Keith and i you know um adam uh, marcus you know I, mean, I know i can't wait to fish with them and hopefully. oh yeah you know,
1: they're all down there yeah yeah. He, yeah he's a good dude he's been on the podcast before yep i got yeah, some yak man. gear got some yak yeah. gear uh swag myself i got some in yeah, there I got man. some shirts a couple hats still
2: yeah, yeah man I'm excited, definitely support man.
1: the tribe support the tribe
2: absolutely man yeah I, I can't wait to uh you know finally get to meet him in person and uh you know you can go out there in the water with them and man i know they 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 kill out they got everything down there yep. Sheep,
1: head, the fishery. yeah you got some got some friends down there already man that's yeah really that's, cool. that's,
2: that's the beauty of this man like i would never thought of me you without this platform you know you know the, the instagram and you know yeah you know without this there's no way you're all way in texas i'm all the way here in south carolina yeah.
1: I mean, it's funny how that social media works how we keep track of each other especially yeah. the trout purists uh there's a lot of us out there that love chasing big trout and uh mm-hmm. you know we kind of kind of got a little ring a circle of friends there we kind of yeah if, you know any, if i find somebody that like you know trout fishes and all that and i i keep track of them i will look and watch you know there's a bunch of guys i've had on already you know mm-hmm. medel medrano up uh, Charlie yeah. Church, uh, Thomas Lick, and everybody. So I'm making my rounds. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some of them other guys from Sacramento on, too. You know, I definitely got to get Trainer and uh, Catchman. Oh, yeah. Uh, do yeah, gonna them. Ahead. See if one of them want to come on sooner or later and talk about the Low Country Kayak Anglers. I know also y'all had another trail kickoff over that kayak inshore circuit. Uh, it's another yeah. trail that's starting. I think Preston Harris was trying to get
2: that going. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and um, they sh- they're gonna have uh, a couple. I think the championship round is gonna be here in uh, in, Murrow, oh, in that in my cool area. Deal, that would
1: be cool. Well, yeah, speaking I'll- of social media, there you go. There's the banner right there, scrolling, popping up on the screen. Y'all can follow uh, Gerald on social media at G. Dot one. That's G. Dot O N E. Dot fishing. G one okay. fishing with the dots in between. It's right there on the screen. But if you're that's listening, right. that's G. Dot Dot follow him on uh the ig yes thank you appreciate that oh yeah yeah man but yeah without uh you know that that's how we get out there that's how you kind of build your brand uh um i know uh one of the other segments had a little chat about a uh you know building your brand and uh in pro staff and this and that. the other night they had some stuff going on with uh sam jones one of our hosts of a show came on uh the uh the noob show and got on there and talked about um you know just how to build your brand and some help right. in uh, social media marketing and all that kind of stuff he does that stuff uh, for quite a few companies that run some some teams pro staff. Mm-hmm. so uh, he has some great info to share on that too uh, Oh yeah, good man. stuff you know we got some for everybody on this 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 uh network we have uh from hunting uh kayak hunting out your kayak fishing you know mm-hmm. any kind of fishing bass fishing uh That's fly right. fishing you name it uh tournament updates and recaps. We got it all on this platform. You know, there, there's a there's a segment for everybody. So check them all out uh, on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Or if you're on YouTube, you know, go scroll through the whole library of videos that are up on there that have all our shows. Um, we appreciate everybody that listens like big time, uh, you know, without the listeners, we wouldn't be here and without epic guests, you know, we wouldn't have a show. <laughs>
2: <Absolutely>, <laughs> so y'all can follow
1: yeah. up, Man, for real. Uh, yeah, we're going to get to wrap things up here. Uh, once again, I want to, man, I want to thank you for coming on and taking the time out of your night to come on here and share a little bit about your story and, uh, you know, your great content, uh, tournament result you just have and talk a little bit about the South Carolina fishery. Um, you know, good luck on your move over to Tampa. And, you know, just like every guest I have on here, one day I'm going to catch up with you and I'm going to fish with you. So,
2: <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Any, anytime in the area, just shoot me a message, man. Same so here, honor.
1: man. If you ever make it to Texas, uh, come in October and we'll, uh, chasing school and redfish it just get slapped stupid
2: <laughs> oh man yeah that's 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 one of my uh my buff list too you just drive around the, the code the gulf coast over there. i did actually make it to the destin yeah Fish that's uh i think that was last year and um i uh i struggled the water was too clear yeah super clear yeah it was too clear for me and i would just but that's another podcast there.
1: <laughs> there you go. We
2: get into that on the next
1: one. We're <laughs> on gonna recap of the next one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure thing. But yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, but uh yeah, yeah like I said, man, I, I want to thank uh your know, paddle of Finn and, and yeah. you, Dustin, for uh you know having me on the show. It's really uh it's an honor. Yeah, you know, shout and, out
1: any anybody you want to thank uh sponsor support or or groups or anything, go ahead, man. It's all you. Yeah, uh you
2: know, first off, you know all this, what I'm doing is, uh, and you know, like I always say, uh, all goal, glory to God, you know, uh, I'm not really my, my main goal here is to hopefully, uh, get a big enough platform to, um, share my, my faith. You know, it's just, uh, if not for God, you know, it's really, uh, we won't stand a chance. So I, uh, you know, I suggest people, you know, out there, um, that might might need some encouragement you know or any any help you know feel free to reach out to me you know i'm not a preacher or anything like that but you know i'm just i'll share with you you know from experience you know how how my faith kind of helped me through uh the challenges and um you know in him keeping me safe out there in the water
1: oh yeah for sure
2: you know um but you know if i go out there and catch fish it's just a bonus and yeah. a win tournament is just a bonus it's but a big yeah. picture i said sort of the big picture is just um you know go out there and enjoy god's creation and um yeah. yeah and uh yeah thank my wife and my daughter you know for uh supporting my hobbies for sure man, yeah, big
1: part family for sure.
2: sure yeah absolutely man when i when I get into a hobby, I just for some reason I just can't go ten percent. I have to go, you know, kind of get serious at it, you know. Like I know I you. My wife
1: says about me. Same man. thing.
2: Yeah, I know you. You. You know. You like you said. You used to surf uh, pretty seriously, and uh, yeah, man. Like I did that with the golf, but even before that, I, I used to race motocross back in Jersey, and yeah, got to a point I had my pregnant wife in the pits. Ready yeah. to get I'm out there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man it's uh yeah hopefully we keep this uh you know passion for for kayak and i don't think this gonna go, go away from you know from me anytime no, it's, it's gonna yeah. grow
1: the, the kayak community's growing
2: yes sir yeah the whole yeah.
1: industry's growing uh some of the tournaments we have are just insane uh I the know. numbers and stuff we got showing up so yeah the main yeah. thing is, you know just keep that camaraderie that friendship you know just like you said the faith that's me the three f's family mm. faith fishing you know you can't go wrong with that yes sir can't go wrong with that right there yes, but yeah g man gerald sure. thank you for coming on tonight we appreciate you coming on once again thanks to everybody uh tuning in this podcast thanks for support from uh waterloo rods and true to code for uh supporting this podcast along with our other sponsors that sponsor the podcast as a whole and uh y'all check us out on all the podcast podcast platforms <laughs> And uh, don't remember, uh, remember, don't forget to uh, you know leave some great reviews or some some uh, some five star ratings and stuff and get us boosted, get us get us out there a little bit. So uh, we'll catch y'all on the next time, man. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, See y'all sir. next time.
2: You. All right, Dustin. I keep uh, yeah, man. I keep in touch. You take care, brother.